Hi and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. And what have we got in store today? I just, you know, I wanted to take you, the, that away from you there a little you, bit there, Chris. You, uh, <laughs> you, you kind of semi nailed that. Semi nailed it. Yeah, I, I, it's not, it's not my line. It's not my know, line. No, but you know, but you left, a, you left a gap there, so I thought I'd take it. Yeah. You did, like a pro. <laughs> like a pro. Like an absolute pro. A few years on YouTube, it does that to you, right? It does that to you. You become a, you become a pro at it. Become a professional. You don't mind uh, talking into a camera. Amateur professional? Yeah, camera's, professional. The camera's your best friend, Nick. <laughs> it is my only friend, but you're talking it, about uh, best friend. It's your only, <laughs> only a best friend. <laughs> uh, welcome to Cheeky Crypto. Let's light up the live chat. Let's see where everyone is from today. Uh, last today, we had pretty much most places around the world, I think, being represented. Uh, let's find out where you guys are from today. Light it up. Uh, lots of talk, Chris, in the live chat of VRA. It's not one I'm really that interested in personally, but uh, it does have a bit of a following, doesn't it? It, it does have a bit of a following. Um, I'm scratching my head, though. Is that as to why? Mm. Yeah, look, yeah. I'm not hating on the project. I just, yeah. Um, when I just look across across the water of cryptocurrencies, um, you know, if I had to pick one, um, it wouldn't make that list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's only um, because but... there's some quality projects out there. That's that, the there's a reason. lot of really good. And... Don't get me wrong. I think I like the idea of it. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just doesn't resonate, and uh, that's a personal thing, I guess. Yeah, but we've got loads of people from different places around the world. Let's take a look. Um, we've got Estonia, Sydney, Australia, Germany, Norway, Romania, Poland, Dubai, uh, Australia uh, again, uh, which is cool. Chelsea, UK. Ever heard of it? Never heard of the United Kingdom. Uh, Malaysia, India, <laughs> New Zealand, USA, Ireland, uh, but from York. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, Western Australia. We've got South London. Um We've got what else? What else? What else? Oh, we've got people from Manchester, Bali. Um, we've got Romania uh, again, Germany again, Dubai. Oh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, cool. Uh, Brisbane. Uh, the moon. Uh, the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, lots of various different places uh, in the United Kingdom, such as Yorkshire and obviously London, South London, all that kind of stuff. Um, we've got Virginia, US. Uh, fantastic. Uh, we've got Denmark, Israel. Uh, yeah, so I think we're, again, representing most places at the moment, Chris. There's, there's obviously a lot of countries in the world. Um, but it's great to see so many from lots of different places around the world all joining us together for one common goal, which is crypto, right? That's it. Um, I've got a question. Has mm. anybody taken profits? And if so, on what coins? That is true. That is that's a good uh, good question. I took actually. a I took a little bit of profit yesterday. I, I uh, do you know my 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 day off yesterday, Chris? Cost was me a, was a costly day off. It was a costly day off. Yeah. I I mean I don't want to put a number on it, but it was a very expensive day for me yesterday. I mm -hmm. should have been able to take profits, but I was out of the office, and. Uh, yeah, next thing you know, I've, I've, I've lost out on, on those juicy gains. But let me know in the live chat, did you guys take profits? If so, which did you take profit on? Um, I missed out massively yesterday. I'm hoping for a turn in the market, but, you know, it's just hope at this point because you know, we've seen a lot of green so far. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what the data says. What's, Maybe I'll be lucky. What, what's, what's crazy is if Nick had sold all of said project, the price would have dropped 7%. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I didn't do that. You but didn't it did drop that. anyway. You wouldn't do that. Like it's a quality project. We just wouldn't do that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I just want to put it out there. Like it was a lot. That was an expensive day yesterday. That was an expensive day yesterday. Yeah, and uh, I hope they appreciated it. You never know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you can't blame anyway. me. I've been saying. I've been saying for some time. It's getting close. Yesterday is a. Was it was it was, it was a painful day. It was, was, a, it was day. a painful day yesterday. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, look, I, I still am, am, am sat truly believing that this is a bear market rally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, look, um, I, I, I practice what I preach. Take some profits. Mm -hmm some profits smash the like button guys let's see if we can get those likes up we're at 52 at the moment 200 fantastic people that have joined us this morning so far so uh let's see if we can edge up towards that 200 right oh uh, why not just looking at some of these uh some people haven't taken profits some have on estelle sand vra agi x um ltc um what else we got fetch um so yes awesome yeah. Good to, good to see some profits getting taken. It's often uh, often forgotten about, right? It's easy to kind of say, oh, we're buying, buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. But no one ever says, <laughs> did you take profits? Um, but taking profits is a, a part of the game here, right? You've got to, you've got to make sure if you've got meaningful profits, lock it in. Yeah, we're, like, we're, we're here to make money. Yeah, exactly. Not just love uh, coins. <laughs> <laughs> love coins. That, that's going to be another shit coin that's going to probably exist somewhere out there. It's been uh, said now. Coin. It's been said now, love coin. <laughs> No. Yeah, uh, minted within the next two hours. <laughs> love it. Uh, ironically, um, cool. So let's start things off, guys, by talking announcements. Chris, anything to announce? Uh, we've got huge progression on the Decentraland uh, in-game assets, so Ooh. that's pretty cool. That this is like a bit of fun for us, isn't it? Um, really, uh, our first sort of. Uh, opportunity to dip our toe into the central land yeah so um hopefully today maybe we'll get that minted on there and then we can kind of move on <laughs> it's yeah, been it's... months and months and months and i want to uh, dig into yeah. that right because it's really like the difference between nick and myself and other influencers just one of the the differences one of many differences but um one that i i want to point out is we get our hands on the technology we try to try to use it. Um, we we try to get a good understanding of it, and um, you know it, it it pays off because we can talk about it in more detail. We understand it better. Uh, and one thing that we uh, we uh, stumbled across was uh, the central lands paperwork wasn't up to date. So uh, <laughs> ma making um, wearables um, following their online instruction guide uh, will basically mean you'll fail epically. <laughs> like yeah. so yeah uh we, we had to obviously touch base with them and uh, get more of an understanding and all that sort of stuff but it's these things that we find out you know that help us make a, an informed decision you know we, we we do this with various different projects you know um so yes i think it's important to do that but many people don't they think that uh polka dot is a layer one I know, right? Uh, I, but, you know, I invented layer zero, so what can I say? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like I can see where all the confusion comes from. Oh, I know, it's craziness. Yeah. Um, um, should no. we talk? Should we talk about the US and them trying to destroy crypto? Yeah, I mean, you can try. Well, it comes to to light uh, through um, uh, the CEO of um, Coinbase. Coinbase. Yeah, the um, the US are now trying to stop staking, um, like. 
let me just explain for, for, for some people that are probably watching and, and don't know how important that is. Well, I would say a large percentage of the uh, the nodes and everything for, for a lot of these projects are based in the US. So uh, it's what basically uh, keeps the the projects running. Uh, in, in essence, it's a crucial part of um, particularly proof of stake. And uh, yeah, it, it seems bizarre. It's almost like uh, it's uh, set up in, in this way uh, from, from the US. You know, Bitcoin's bad, proof of work's bad. Get everybody to move over to proof of stake. Let's ban proof of stake. <laughs> like you can't make this shit up. It's pretty much what I the way I see it. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. interested to see what the community thinks. So uh, let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. It is just a US thing. The US, uh, if they're not careful, are going to end up in a really, really questionable, uh, questionable position when it comes to the future of uh, everything. It would appear like you know <laughs> the web, you know payments um you know all of that they're going to be uh so far behind when uh you know this gets fully adopted but i'm interested to see what your thoughts are so let me know in the comments yeah like you know rumors are rumors right we yeah, don't yeah, know how factual like, they are and uh, coinbase are pretty well connected with uh, the, <laughs> the the government right like let's be honest and uh, regulators and all that sort of stuff so uh, but here's the thing that gets me right um, so staking obviously helps secure the network for proof of stake, right? Proof of work uses energy, so energy is bad. So basically, they're saying blockchain technology is bad, unless well, of course it's centralized. Well, to be honest, right? it, remi it's centralized. It, it reminds me of uh, an episode of the Thunderbirds. I don't know who's pulling the strings here, but it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but no, so there's yeah, probably it, it a lot is. of people that don't know what Thunderbirds are. Now, now, Chris, the SEC in their mission statement is to protect retail investors. Well, I mean, they're, they're protecting us by stopping us from earning a passive exactly income. Exactly what I was going to say. It's like, you can't earn a passive income. How dare you? You're supposed to be poor. Yeah, you're we'll, supposed uh, to be poor. We'll make sure that we lock that down. Like slave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, new technology scares and what dinosaurs, most things will scare them, to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, change is inevitable. Um, and, you know, you, you, people generally, historically, don't like change, regardless of who they are. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's going to slow down or stop or anything like that. No, the main thing just, here is that they want control of it. All, all that's going to happen <laughs> is it's just going to move. <laughs> it's just going to move. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, the people that are well and truly into crypto and have done well out of crypto are also just going to leave the country and go somewhere else. And uh, there's going to be countries with open arms waiting um because it's good for their uh, economy so yeah look i think it's a terrible uh, thing if true um but i'm not surprised if it is true no, <laughs> like no, nothing okay. nothing surprises me uh, so there we go um, maybe enough or to scare v people out of the market you never know yeah or vpns yeah which is cool until they integrate cbdc's and they can see um you know it's one of those unless findora or some other project um midnight um you know are able to mask unmask and even then i think the government would have authority to unmask it's one of those yeah i guess it's all about jurisdictions uh essentially yeah more um, more stellar work from gary gensler <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> protecting us as always that guy that guy deserves a medal in the shape of uh, a, in the shape of a bell <laughs> yeah. I'm just putting it out there uh, engraved, with, many engraved with the word end. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's, it's, it's doing some fantastic stuff over there, at making sure that uh, retail investors are getting absolutely wrecked left, right, and center. Um, you know, he's living up to his name. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and start jumping down into uh, in some, some, some top-level stuff, Chris. Let's just take a look at CoinMarketCap, right? Uh, we have $1.06 trillion market cap. $65 billion trading volume in the last 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance, according to CoinMarketCap, is 41.3 and Ethereum at 18.8. Uh, obviously, this is subject to change depending on where your data comes from. Uh, there are, I think, one less cryptocurrency exchange. Did I say 547 the other day? I can't remember. To I be kind honest, of when feel you talk, like I, I did. When you talk, I shut <laughs> I have that effect. I do. I have that effect. Um, 546 different cryptocurrency exchanges. Now, we've either jumped up massively or we've lost one. And it's probably that we've jumped up massively because, you know, we need more exchanges in the world, didn't you know? Uh, so 546 different decentralized and centralized exchanges. I'm sure we ended on a seven last time I spoke about this on Tuesday. So I might have to go back and have a look. Um, that's a lot of exchanges, right, Chris? So you've got to do your own research, come to your own conclusions, and um, make sure that you don't just blindly oh, believe their go. audits. Here we go. Uh, 100%. It was 547 uh, last time. Oh, there you go. wasn't there yesterday because you, you had a day off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish it was a day off because then I could have actually, you know, made a substantial amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what? Like, it's like when you remind me about Matic. Yeah. Oh, I don't. You're going to remind I war- me of I warned you. I, said I had you two can... opportunities yesterday and I missed both of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can laugh about it because, you know, I, yeah, it is I... what it is. I'm not going to be able to change it. <clears throat> So yeah, we lost it. We lost an exchange then, Chris. Uh, woohoo! We're finally down one. <laughs> oh, did we, it was. Uh, what is it now? Five, four, six. Okay, we lost one. Wonderful. We lost one. Wonderful stuff. Um, I wonder why. <laughs> like, did I get a new monitor at work? No, no, I didn't. It's a sore subject. I refuse to buy another monitor there. Uh, it, I, you can tell that it's, I'm on a countdown. <laughs> I just, it's too painful. I am buying another monitor though. I'm gonna have this. This setup is going to be absolutely awesome. I'll do a proper tour when it's all done and dusted once I do all the work, which, Chris, materials are arriving today um, and work starts tomorrow. So you're okay. having, you're having work, a new No, a work new bathroom. starts next week. Um, yes, yeah, so starting off with the bathroom down that end, uh, that's going to get remodeled. That'll free up space for knocking through a lot of the cupboard space, uh, like the closets and stuff like that nonsense. And then probably in like a few weeks once all that's done we'll start to move more this way so this storage cupboard behind me here wherever that is right. over there that'll go as well and all of the other side of this wall basically will become uh the studio space um so nice. cool 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 um but that's going to be a few weeks out uh, i still haven't managed to get uh, anyone to quote on that part of the work and they'll do the easy stuff <laughs> <laughs> they won't scare, do the hardest don't scare them off. <laughs> I know I've left off the whole soundproofing thing. Uh, I know, like, you know, it's not that difficult. I, I just need to put the material in the right place. I need to chase uh, chase up uh, an update on our potential website build. Uh, I think we might scare them off. Yeah, possibly. Uh, <clears throat> no one yeah, wants. Well, we no one. That. No one wants a challenge these days. I know. Everyone I know. just wants the easy work craziness um CC yeah we've got a blog, blog channel we have got a blog channel and I j- we just need to actually find Start some it. time to do something on it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> uh so yeah we'll, we'll watch that space um 
so yeah, we've lost an exchange, Chris. So we kind of got derailed there. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a positive thing because I think there's far too many exchanges. Uh, we need to be able to trust the exchanges and to have over 546 um, exchanges. That's far too much choice for, for kind of being able to funnel in and out of markets. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I wonder if it's inclusive of bankrupt exchanges that are, <laughs> are yet to complete the bankruptcy procedure. Well, if I click this, I bet it's going to show me all of the different things. Right. Uh, let's see. Because <clears throat> I'm just Gem wondering. Gemini, is that on there? Has they gone bankrupt yet? <laughs> well, I mean, it's in the process. It's isn't in it? the process. FTX, is that on there? No. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I've never heard of. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Anyway, let's move on from exchanges because it's boring me. <laughs> just going to put uh, it out there. 22,490 then uh, cryptocurrencies. Um, now we know from experience uh, with our email inbox that gets just flooded mm. with uh, with absolute shit and uh, people will just try to pass off a script and get you to read it and we obviously turn all that shit down because we don't not interested in uh, in that kind of content however those same scripts we have seen being read by other influencers who are not disclosing that there's a paid promotion yet quite clearly they're reading the same script that we we have in front of us that we can yeah. read right they don't they um, don't they don't all give scripts and it's interesting no, no, no. it's interesting you know uh seeing a particular project you know do significantly well recently mainly because of one influencer talking about it and um we had a chat with that team and uh, it's paid promotion yeah I didn't see that disclosed anywhere. No. <laughs> Very interesting stuff. Um, so my point here is that with so many different cryptocurrencies, you should do your own research, come to your own conclusions. Don't just blindly follow what an influencer is telling you because simply most people are just not going to know whether or not something is paid for or not. And uh, I'm not even going to... I think people are guessing, Chris, in the, in the live chat. People are trying to guess, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not making any comments. <laughs> can you can you nod and <laughs> wink wink <laughs> uh all that kind of stuff um but yeah we know <clears throat> there we go yeah yeah um do your own research come to your own conclusions don't just blindly follow and you should be able to navigate the space slightly safer than uh, if you were to just believe everything at face value um in doing your own research, coming to your own conclusions, you'll obviously be able to avoid all the scams, the honeypots, the rug pulls, and find the diamonds in the rough and the hidden gems. Anything you would add on that, Chris? Hmm. Ha, it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it never ceases to amaze me, the kind of um, underhand just, stuff that does go on. Just uh, like off the top of my head, um, I feel like we should have a cheeky crypto jingle. Do you? Yeah. Does not sound good. To I don't me. know why that came to my mind. I don't know. It's uh, two and a half men or something. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, banter, shilling, XTP <coughs> as well now. Interesting. We yeah. did. We, we did talk to the team. We did. And we turned them down. Yeah. We said yeah. no thanks. No thanks, but no thanks. Um, because that's not what we do. No. Not at all. Um cool stuff so let's talk bitcoin chris do you think we're ready think we've warmed up? Uh, i think if we get another 50 likes we'll be ready okay another 50 likes so what's like, your like, like it about? is a medium of exchange here like we give you information <laughs> you give us likes i think we need to just be honest with people <laughs> that's exactly how this works you, you know, uh, the like more you... likes you get the the more um uh, 
the more mm. we put through, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see, Banter did say it was a pay promotion. Hats off to him. Oh, fair, fair play. Yeah, exactly that. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That, like, look, that, that's fair that's, enough. That that is that is completely fine as long as like an influencer says like it's a paid promotion. Like, then you go in informed, knowing what it is. Um, you know, and if we were ever to do a paid promotion which we don't um we would be very transparent and honest and also declare that it is and um we also have a transparency report that tells you in our discord you know where all the money comes from that's what the money comes from where does oh. the money come from it tells what, you all, all the affiliates <laughs> all the yeah exactly what money um it tells you about all the affiliate links that we have all of that like uh, channel sponsors and so forth so you know we're all about transparency here legends huh. all right well we've got 148 is it a 150 that we do the bitcoin two more two more likes in the medium <laughs> of exchange we'll move on one more there we go <laughs> almost there who, so close. who needs so close who, who needs monetary like value <laughs> you can just have a like yeah there we go we're at 150 like they, uh, they, oh, they, they matched it up uh, like yeah that. that's beautiful beautiful in which case then chris Let's talk Bitcoin. Uh, so we've got 19,285,643 BTC in circulating supply. We take that number, we multiply it by the current price of 22730 at least the price when I pulled the data this morning, and we end up with that magical market cap of $438.32 billion, which basically means... The market cap only represents the top level macro pricing and nothing more. No liquidity in there, uh, just just price at top level, which is interesting because it means that we can't look at the market cap as a measure of um, of liquidity of how much money is in a project. And we can't look at the market cap thinking that it's a barrier to price discovery because well, price dictates the market cap. Uh, so what it good is a market cap number, Chris? Well, I mean, it's good for winding me up. There we go. Perfect. That's exactly what market cap is for. And there's obviously two other market caps because, you know, one just simply isn't enough. Uh, we've got a liquid market cap, which basically is supposed to be the uh, Bitcoin that could be liquidated, the number of coins that could be liquidated. Um, and because market cap is such a BS metric and it's a simple calculation, by some stretch of a miracle, the liquid market cap is greater than the standard market cap. Get your head around that, right? The liquid version of Bitcoin. <laughs> like... Like, how do they determine that? Like, it can't yeah. po it can't possibly be something that somebody could describe as an accurate number. One, no, it's not. One uh, would be how much Bitcoin has been lost, because like, mm -hmm. that's all going to be included. Yeah, so let they... me actually find out exactly what they call it. One sec, I know it's in here somewhere. Where is market cap? reported there we go liquid so liquid market cap is calculated using current price and liquid supply liquid supply refers to tokens that exist on chain and which are not known to be accumulated uh, by any contract uh, so basically no smart contract stuff um for yeah so basically they're saying it's that bitcoin which does not have smart contracts <laughs> I was going to say, in short, basically, it means it's bubble, has no meaning whatsoever. <coughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and then we guys can go even further. We can say, look, we've got the realized market cap, right? And the realized market cap, if I actually grab the, uh, the terminology that's used on the source data, is the sum of USD value based on the USD closing price on that day uh, that a native unit last moved uh, from wallet to wallet. So basically, 
it takes the closed position of when Bitcoin was moved to another address, right? So on that day, whatever the Bitcoin price was at the end of that day, and it was in a wallet and hasn't moved, it takes that price. So it's supposed to be the price that people paid for it. Um, but obviously, people move Bitcoin around a lot. So that number's changing a lot. <laughs> so again, it's, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, so yeah, my point still stands. Three different market caps, three different pointless metrics, which we don't really pay attention to. But there you go. It's, it's good for a rant every now and again. $6.29 billion of transaction volume across the chain, though. And $6.87 billion in trading volume in the last 24 hours. The dominance level, 40.38, which is different than our 41.3 on coin market cap. Again, that will be because if you take the market cap of Bitcoin and divide it by total crypto market cap, you get a dominance level, right? Um, and the more information or more data that you have on your data source uh, the, the bigger the crypto market cap is right and then when you divide bitcoin by it well you're going to end up with a lower number so the, the the lower the number in bitcoin dominance the more accurate the data source is because it has access to more data than coin market cap so when i look at this i say okay well quite clearly coin market cap doesn't list all cryptocurrencies on there right it's only actually taking 22,490 different cryptocurrencies um, and therefore is only dividing bitcoin by the 22,490. Whereas this data source here actually gives us a little bit more information. So I don't think it's accurate, um, but it's more accurate than coin market cap. Uh, <clears throat> moving on, um, active addresses 942,000 in the last 24 hours produced 138 blocks at a cost of $418,000, which means that block productions have dropped but fees associated with each block has increased, right? Normally, we're hovering around the 140, 150, and we're kind of charging around 300,000 uh, for that many blocks. This time, block production's gone down to 138, but fees have gone up to 418k. So difficulty level potentially has increased there, and uh, the fee has increased associated with that. Uh, it's a, a loose metric. I don't look at difficulty specifically, um, but you know, it's, it's an interesting way of looking at it. It costs $418,000 to move 6.29 uh, billion dollars across the chain. The price when I pulled the data this morning was twenty-two thousand seven hundred thirty. All-time high remains uh, just short of sixty-nine thousand dollars, and therefore we were sixty-six point seven one three nine percent from the all-time high, Chris. Uh, Top-level stats for uh, for Bitcoin. There. Uh, anything you want to kind of discuss in more detail? No, no. I think you covered it off. <laughs> um, dump soon, then bicycle, bicycle, roller skates, scooter. <laughs> 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 Love it. Uh, it's all good fun. Um, <clears throat> so let's uh, let's go into some on-chain stuff then, Chris. Um, my times where is that? It's disappeared. It's down there. That's fine. We've got plenty of time. Uh, let's come into here. I'm gonna leave you just hovering above there for a second. Uh, might remove you from there. This in a second though. Uh, top right-hand corner. Uh, 1.08 million Bitcoin goes onto the exchanges since the 1st of January 2023. And 1.10 million comes off the exchanges since the 1st of January 2023, which basically means 20,000 Bitcoin. And so, yeah, we've not seen huge accumulations despite the uh, the bull market that started, Chris. Mm -hmm. We've seen such huge bullish demand um the whales are buying apparently did you hear that the whales are buying yeah no, i've i've heard this several several times but we told you in may that june was going to be bottom we then you know saw that and we said now nah, that don't feel right it's not 
you know the bottom expect a lower low we then saw the lower low the most recent one and uh we said before all of this kicked off to expect a bear market rally <laughs> yeah exactly right and I just um, i just want to you know give the you o'keefe know, some some stuff to clip I do. Right? Okay. so when it all comes and plays out we can say well we did try to tell you yeah yeah fair play um okay so 20,000 Bitcoin's been accumulated this year so far. Um, so, you know, we're the 9th of February. So, you know, one month, one third, um, you know, 20,000 Bitcoin. A huge accumulation. Or yeah. is it? Uh, here we can see the it Bitcoin. Reminds, it reminds me of the internet um, boot. Where everything dropped off a cliff. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what this reminds me of. Okay. Um, Bitcoin's exchange balance, uh, we can see it's been really relatively flat. Not a lot's going going on since, if I actually get this on here, the 19th of December. So pretty much since the 19th of December, we've not really seen anything occurring here. All we've seen is Bitcoin transfer between participants, which is interesting. We can also see on the 30-day net average change between inflows and outflows. It's relatively flat right at the top here on the midline. It is slightly more accumulative as in there is slightly more Bitcoin coming off the exchanges than is going on but it isn't exactly uh, a huge bullish indication by any stretch of the imagination. Let's go ahead and hide Chris uh, off the thing there and hide myself as well. And let's talk about these hodl waves. Um, so the hodl waves are an indication as to how long Bitcoin has been static in a wallet for. Um, and we look day on day changes, right? So the top row of data down here, this is the 7th of February and the bottom row is the 8th of February. Okay, then we have columns of data, 10 years or more, seven to 10 years, five to seven, three to five, two to three, and one to two. And then there's a load of months all the way down to 24 hours. I'm only interested in anything that's been uh, kind of hodled for over a year. And I want to see whether or not any of these people are being shaken out of the space, right? So 10 years or more, Chris, someone has been shaken out. I say someone, um, but it could be more meaningful than just one individual, but it is a insignificant or tiny part of the supply, but it is an interesting one. They've been holding for over 10 years and all of a sudden, it's moved from that wallet, okay? Um, it goes from 13.66% to 13.65%. So 0.01% of the supply of Bitcoin, which is that 19 million that I spoke about earlier, all of a sudden that hadn't been moved in over 10 years has now moved. Now, we could look at that as Mt. Gox or whatever. It could be lots of different things, um, but it's something to keep an eye on, okay? So someone who's held for a very long period of time, didn't sell it at 69K, all of a sudden... Has potentially now moved it and maybe is considering selling we don't know if they're selling or not or just moving it out of one wallet into another um but nonetheless this number has changed it's important that we reflect on that we can see the seven to ten years has increased uh, this goes from 6.11 to 6.12 and that's not an indication that it just moves down from 10 years to seven to ten years if it moves from the 10 years it goes all the way down to the 24 hour period okay um, so therefore, we do see slight increase on some of these levels. Uh, no change on the five to sevens uh, going from 8.24 to 8.24 stays at 8.24, I should say. Um, we have a slight decrease uh, as we kind of see a little bit of aging to the upside, I believe, uh, on the three to fives going from 10.97 to 10.96. And the reason that I say it looks like it's going up is because we do have an increase on the seven to tens, but no increase on the five to sevens. Basically, it looks like five to sevens go to seven to tens and then the three to fives go to the uh, five to sevens. It kind of ages up a little bit. Um, we see an increase on the two to three years holders going from 10.18 to 10.21. And we see an increase as well on the one to two year holders at 17.61 to 17.63. So the only thing I'm concerned of is those over 10 years or more, a uh, slight decrease of 0.01% uh, 
um, on that one. So what's your thoughts there? Do you think someone who's really held for over 10 years has suddenly got spooked? Um, look, there's some people that think we're in a bear market and there's some people that think that we're going to be going down much lower and uh i think there's just going to be pockets of people that are in one camp and pockets of people that are in the other <coughs> and uh i think people are going to be selling positions taking profit and uh, buying back cheaper yeah no, I, I agree um inflows and outflows again not conclusive of any particular direction at the moment a very neutral still just kind of bouncing and dancing around each other uh, we can see that yesterday there was slightly more in the way of inflows than there were outflows so slightly more bearish but the day before that was slightly more bullish uh, and then the day before that it was kind of neutral and then it was more bearish and so forth so th these lines are just dancing around each other not really giving us too much of an indication the wallet counts we can see an increase in the bitcoin dust wallets and this is basically anything over 0.01 uh, BTC uh, 11.545, so 11,545,299 wallets uh, that have over uh, 0.01 BTC in them. Uh, on the retail side, the krill, the shrimp, and the dolphin, over 0.1 Bitcoin, over 1 Bitcoin, and over 10 Bitcoin, we see an increase in krill um, going here from 4.22 uh, to 4.223. We see a slight decrease on shrimps uh, as price moves up. Uh, we can see that we have went from 980,727 to 980,568. So a little bit of selling pressure there. A little bit of buying pressure from the dolphin side going from 155,137 to 155,216. Minor stuff. Nothing too much to note there. <coughs> <coughs> Coughing fit now. That's how. Welcome back, cough. <coughs> That's not good, is it? Um, let's try that again. Whales, uh, big institutional smart money players. Sharks over 100 Bitcoin. Whales over 1,000 Bitcoin, and uh, Kraken over 10,000 Bitcoin. We can see that sharks have been taking their profits after successfully preempting the move to the upside right here i mean that's just beautiful stuff we were questioning why they were doing it because they were wrong in the past um but you know fantastic that they, they did that they I, I liken the sharks to traders um and they they called this they they accumulated way before the pump um and boy were they right and now they've been taking profits right so they come down a little bit there's a little bit of fluctuation here but it's minor stuff um but they they kind of called this one beautifully um the bitcoin whales continue to de-risk okay so we saw the price had moved up uh, they start de-risking here on the 25th of january they've moved down into new lower lows on the wallet count side of things um, they're looking to kind of push down lower than 2000 watts which has been a very long time since we've seen that um, you can see that they did fluctuate a little bit here and they've recently come down again hovering around the 2029 wallets at the moment you can see the kraken here is just bouncing around a little bit probably just pushing the market in certain directions uh, liquidity hunting essentially um, again you're seeing massive amounts of downward pressure from the big institutional players uh, and if i bring up uh where is it this one here this is what it looks like uh, when we take a 365 day view of bitcoin whales right this is over 1000 btc so when we start seeing all of these um these kind of narratives form where we where all these people are saying oh the whales are buying i pull up my charts and i'm like i don't see where the whales are buying right and then of course uh, you take in your kraken into consideration and really what people are, are referring to is they see this uptick here 
on the Kraken sized wallet, which is over 10,000 Bitcoin. And they take into uh, consideration what is going on over here. But what they deliberately do is they, they leave out these guys, right? So they say, let's focus on whales that are between 1,000 and 10,000. This means that this dump over here, right, can be omitted, right? And they can start saying, ah, oh, the, the whales are buying, the whales are buying, because they ignore this part of the data right here. Uh, whereas when they do is they reflect on this part of the data over here and say, look, whales are buying, whales are buying, look, it's fantastic. But in reality of the situation, when you go over 1,000 Bitcoin and include that of the 10,000 Bitcoin, well, you see actually things are not as bullish as maybe that narrative wants you to believe. And instead, all you're seeing here is continuation to the downside and new fresh lower lows on wallet counts of the over 1,000 BTC wallets. Now, back in 2018, this is what happened with the Kraken size wallet. It accumulated and then flooded the market. And this is what happened with the whales, right? They did not participate until retailers were selling and then they started buying. And they were buying into that last move to the downside. And the retailers, well, they were selling into that move to the downside. Okay. And so when we kind of reflect on where we are right now, we kind of see what's going on. I liken it to being a very similar setup to what was happening in 2018. The only differences are we are waiting for retailers to sell their Bitcoin so that the whales can accumulate it. And once whales start to accumulate it, I'm expecting the Kraken to start dumping it on the market say dumping it loosely, but to flood the market and bring the price of Bitcoin into the fresh lows. Uh, <clears throat> so essentially, I do think that we are going to have another low. I think that's what this data tells me anyway. Um, it's not a guarantee, but it's, a, it's an interesting kind of perspective to have on the market. And I think that... It's only a matter of time. And the next low, I think, is going to be the, the kind of the dollar cost averaging opportunity of a lifetime. What's your thoughts on it all, Chris? Yeah, look, I've kind of... <laughs> I've kind of been saying May June, like uh, I think we will will see, you know, either the bottom confirmed or or a new lower low, um, yeah, around that sort of time frame. I think everybody expects things to 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 be really really quick, but I still feel like we're going in a downward sort of uh, move, and uh, we haven't <coughs> had that confirmation that you know we should be bullish, and uh, I think people are just they're just um, they've wanted this for so long. It is a typical um, way that, you know, the market sucks people in and uh, everybody becomes bullish and people are like, well, but it's still going up. And it's like, well, yeah, because there's still that narrative that this is not a bull run and the market needs to fall as many people as possible before that rug is pulled be you know, beneath people's feet. Um, and it's not really any different to, to things that we've seen in, in other sort of like times of uh re recession and, and stuff like that i mean uh you got michael burry again putting out another tweet he doesn't tweet that often um and i've sent over the chart that he he's uh he's put out to, over to nick so i don't know if he wants to get that up on the screen or not um that is this one i think that you've just sent over yep. yeah yeah <laughs> so basically in this chart that he shared it's from 20, uh, 2000 to 2001 right and it's the smp 500 uh, when it experienced a strong bear market rally after the fed cut rates in september uh, of 2021 um so you know basically what he's he's referring to is you know the dot-com bubble really and uh you know like he's saying that stocks are overvalued expecting them to come down like 55 percent and and so forth 
Um, but he did put, you know, this time is different as the the, the, the <laughs> sentence above it, uh, which I, I think is just uh, him, sarcasm. Yeah, it's complete <laughs> sarcasm. Um, and, you know, it's a, a little bit cryptic, I, I guess, for, for, for people. But, you know, it shows roughly 40% stock market drop and a multi uh, bear market, um, sorry, after the uh, multiple bear market rallies. And, and this is very much how I've been probably poorly trying to articulate what I'm expecting from, from the market. I, I kind of said before this happened, we should expect some bear market rallies. I think that's what this is. I think it's sucking a lot of people in. Um, and I think that we will will come down either to, to confirm the bottom is already in or to new lower lows. And, um, you know, there's there's fewer and fewer people saying this. Uh, I'm sticking with my my guns and, and my theory, and uh, we'll see you know what what plays out, <coughs> won't we, Nick? Um, yeah. I don't know if what I'm articulating lines up with what you see in in the data or not. Yeah, I think we'll have to have at least another low um, from the narrative of the fact that big players are not participating, right? And retail just mm. does not have the capacity to move the needle in any kind of big major way that people hope for. Um, so I think it's the most logical answer here is that billionaires and multimillionaires know what they're doing, whereas retail, unfortunately, being the dumb money in the space, doesn't generally know. So I'm expecting another low, but I'm not expecting um, I'm not expecting it to be like the catastrophic lows that some people call for. Yeah, no, I agree. You know? I agree. <clears throat> I mean, it could happen. Nothing's off the the table, right? But um. We need to be aware of what's going on and um i think we need to be open-minded i will see people you know probably in the comments later saying this is hopium and and all this sort of stuff yeah um, we saw that in june <laughs> yeah like it just reminds me of june which is something that i keep saying this just reminds me of june we were wrong i mean how many times can can somebody be wrong nick before people just ignore them even okay. even collectively yeah i don't i don't know <clears throat> apparently a lot Apparently so. Um, Man, my throat is really bad. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, we're not saying don't invest, you know, um, but we are sort of uh, saying preserve your, your capital and, um, you know, make sure that, that profits are, are taken, right? You know, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to profit. So, you know, bear market rallies are, are great for, for taking profits. One thing that I would say, though, is, you know, um, you know, maybe like from my point of view anyway and not financial advice just my opinion like i wouldn't take all of my crypto off the table you know what i mean like i'd take a little bit of profit here a little profit a bit of profit there i mean i took five percent yesterday um you know that's sizable chunk but it's not too big yeah cool and i didn't take any yesterday i know <laughs> this is what happens when you have a day off though nick you know no oh. no no day off in crypto because you know that one time that we go away what happens the market you know my problem collapses. is i'm just such a good guy i was helping out another fellow business yeah little do they know how expensive that day was a yeah, very expensive day anyway uh if you're feeling sorry for nick mash up the like button if you're not feeling sorry for nick also mash up the like button <laughs> there you go there you go um okay look he's he's so sad so sad been wiping away tears before we came online cried himself to sleep last night oh <laughs> uh, no, no. no. Kill, killed a juggernaut instead twice 
<clears throat> okay. <clears throat> this cough's really annoying me. We'll get through a bit more, and then I think we'll probably have to call it. So let's jump into the charts. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, yesterday, I was expecting us to move up before coming down to the demand, and we didn't really. We just came straight down to our demand area, uh, which was actually from a few days ago. So we drew this out, I think, on Monday. And um, we were saying that we had to come down here. Uh, then we obviously rallied up a little bit towards 23.4. I was expecting us to kind of possibly visit the 23.6 to 23.7. Um, but instead, we decided uh, that the market decided, let's just go straight down to our demand zone. Um, so <clears throat> let's go ahead and take our, our kind of range here. Um, we'll pull this back in and we'll just simplify our wave count just a fraction here. Uh, so we can see that as an ABC structure upwards. So we come down. We've, I still think we have more room to the downside because the biggest concern here is this one, uh, which is A, B, and then down into C, which takes us into this lower range, just a fraction, 21,650 to 22,002. Um, but let's go ahead and be a little bit more accurate with it. Um, now we do have a better high. I grab hold of the fibs, run these down and across to here. <clears throat> I'll just I'll put in a yellow box right here, which actually symbolizes the area that that C wave should go, uh, which would be uh, 21,520 through to 21,876. Okay. Now, <clears throat> the concern that I have is that although we've completed this move here, we probably have to come up a bit more before we can move down, okay? Um, and the reason for that is not only are we oversold on the four, eight daily uh, timeframes, <clears throat> we also have three waves coming down here at the moment, um, and we really only have one wave going up. So I would suggest that we're probably going to have a minor correction back into the demand zone and then a push up higher. And once we've pushed up higher, we're probably then going to have to come down and revisit those lows. Um, but again, that might take a bit of time to actually play out. Uh, the way I would look at it would be that we have this kind of structure, three down, three up, three down, or it could be three, three and five. Um, and all of that itself would be wrapped up as an A, B and C structure like this which then obviously is inside of our larger c wave structure taking us into these lows so essentially that's kind of where we look at and this would basically be our breakdown from our higher highs and higher lows that we have been seeing and um, while still removing our momentum indicator in a more positive way um, <clears throat> so it allows for us to kind of correct down quite a bit but it will be slow and not seeing any reason to think that there's going to be a huge like rug pull and just the price drops really quickly here, at least not on the hourly chart. Now, if I come up into our uh, weekly, we can see that we have been heavily rejected on the 200 EMA here. Um, and again, I'm not too concerned uh, about that or anything like that at all. I think this is pretty much standard kind of stuff. Uh, now, there are lots of talk in the space about um, golden crosses, Chris. Lots of talk about golden crosses. So glad um, you said crosses. Why would you think I was going to say? I don't say? know what you were going to say. It worried me God. for a moment. Let's go to the daily chart, right? So there's lots of different ways you can draw a golden cross, right? And you can find these by changing your, um, your, your moving averages, right? So you've got exponential moving averages. You've then got simple moving averages or just moving averages, right? Um, and there's lots of different ways you can cut it, right? So for the most part, most people will be looking at a simple moving average, 
uh, and they look at the 200 and the 50, okay, and you look at them crossing. Sometimes you might find that people will try and say, okay, well, let's take a look at uh, the 21 exponential moving average, right? So a 21 day exponential moving average crossing the 200 simple moving average and there's your golden cross right and you see it that way uh, then you might have people saying well it's got to be the 50 ema crossing a 200 ema um, and then so, so it really is just subject to kind of the analyst and what they like to use now here on this particular daily chart i have drawn up the uh, 50 ema crossing the 200 ema that actually happened over here on the 11th of january which means that we've already had a golden cross under that kind of terminology. Now, if I were to go ahead and bring in our, uh, not this one, let's bring in this red line. Okay, this red line, if I were to adjust this to being a 21 EMA, you can see also it crossed down here as well above our 200 simple moving average. So again, that golden cross would have potentially already happened. Um, and I'm not really seeing any reason to think that, you know, we have to have another one right now when we've already seen a cross and we've seen reaction to that, you know, already in that kind of sense. So I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like that. I'm just on the kind of fence about it. I don't think that it's actually terribly too much to kind of talk about when it comes to these things. Um, that more importantly is going to be the fact that on our larger time frames, such as the weekly, we're uh, below uh, the 200 simple moving average. Uh, if I throw on uh, our EMAs here, we can see that we are below both the 200 EMA and the 50 EMA, all those kind of things. I, I'm, I, I'm not overly too fussed about the uh, the Golden Cross kind of scenario. But what's your thoughts on it, Chris? I really don't have any, Nick. Like, you know, Golden Cross, Death Cross... Yeah. It's, these are just buzzwords essentially that that like look great on a thumbnail um and you know might have a little bit of retail reaction to it but they are essentially only showing us what's already happened yeah exactly like it, it it's beautiful on a thumbnail um but yeah. i i, I kind of take it all with a bit of a pinch of salt to be honest with you yeah yeah exactly so it's, it seems to be the talk of town at the moment um but yeah i don't think it's for, for any good reasons really i mean we saw it on the 11th of january uh, technically on, on different ways of looking at it. And people can just go ahead and cut it. I, I, you can even use a 15, uh, you know, moving average. <laughs> like you can just choose a number and look for it, right? Um, it, it just, hey, it's one of those. I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of all of those kind of scenarios. I much prefer to kind of keep an eye and track the market structure rather than just looking at where the price has been and, you know, trying to think because it has been here averagely across a you know, a 21 day period, then, you know, we're going to go down because we're below it, or we're going to go up because we're above it and all that kind of stuff. Like average pricing to me just, just feels like it's a bit of a cheat. Um, and I don't think it's really something to kind of focus in on, but I think market structure wise, we have a, a good shot at moving down here. Um, but be aware that this would start to get questioned really, if we start pushing above 23 and a half K, um, of course, under that particular structure to the downside. Um, now when it comes to our accumulation patterns on the Wyckoff side of things still in play. Uh, so I still say that we're up here in this phase B, we're looking to come back down, looking to try to move towards 18,000. Uh, 626 test here see whether or not we end up with a spring event or we don't end up with the spring event um, i think we probably will because you know we haven't seen any uh, large institutional players really coming in and, and grabbing hold of a significant period of bitcoin so coming down into this phase c down here uh, for the spring event is something that i think is uh, something that we you know we've been talking about for quite some time you're talking about 13k 14k 
that would be a nice little area to be aiming and targeting towards uh, and bringing in a spring event, then, you know, looking at maybe moving on up from there. So still in play, um, keeping an eye on it. But yeah, there isn't terribly too much more to note at this point. I'll obviously be doing another Bitcoin video this afternoon, just kind of summarizing everything in a little bit more concise way. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. But anything you want to add on, um, add on, on Bitcoin and all that kind of good stuff? Or do you want to jump into the live chat? I think we just go straight into to the live chat because uh, obviously I'm trying to keep it all together after my uh, my little uh, cheeky kind of joke <laughs> with you. See if you uh, can keep hold it together. But you you did well. You did well. I I, I could keep it together. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, uh, can we call it market crap? We can. Yeah. We can call it market crap um uh, only fans I, I don't know where i think people want you to get an only fans nick maybe you can twerk there five pound a month is that is that like chart chart naked or something <laughs> i don't i don't know what it is uh maybe they can let us know in in the comments uh... <clears throat> i think i had the voice for it <laughs> huh do you think i have the voice for it what for twerking for for, for only fans i don't know no idea um how are the llamas? Uh, no, what? How are the llamas going? How are the llamas going? How are they going? Um, yeah. So today we have the Discord sale opening at quarter to two. So um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I've kind of said that you know I didn't want people to to just go absolutely mad buying hundreds of them. The idea is as many people uh, can take part as possible. So there we go. Um, yeah, and if there's any left, I guess, after the next 24 hours or so, then it's yeah, fair game. Then it's fair game. Buy as many as you want. Um, but the idea is uh, it's uh, all around sort of education. It's all about, <laughs> um, I, I, I guess, uh, having a low barrier to, to entry. The idea is that, um, you know, you're not paying 500 dollars plus to to get an nft this is really an opportunity in my eyes for people that haven't you know got involved in nfts to to get involved i think it's like less than two dollars fifty for for the nft it's uh you know as low as we could get it to keep it within our budget to do it so um yeah it's uh it's exciting times and um we hope to deliver those within a week or so awesome stuff anything that stands out to you aptos to uh watch list any opinions on aptos it's on my list of things to buy if it comes to the right price yeah um but i'm not like and i'm only buying it because i think it's going to get hyped like I, I, this isn't like a a project i'm gonna be like really into passionate about want to see succeed necessarily this is a i think a lot of influencers have bought a crap ton of it and they're going to be shilling the fuck out of it so i'm just going to ride that wave yeah that's how i see it um thoughts on agix um love it that one i am more passionate about <laughs> yeah uh this is one that we've been talking about for years <clears throat> um it's great to see it you know doing really well and um yeah uh i saw a lot of people um upset that it was pulling back a little bit yesterday but you don't go up in straight lines, right? No. Uh, like I say, I have some six cent targets. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know, everything 
there's structure to these things. You can't just go to the moon without you know a couple of failed attempts first. Without a ship. <laughs> without yeah. a ship, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like you climbed up that platform to the top of the rocket, only to realize you climbed up the wrong platform, so you have to climb all the way back down again to go up the right one. That's exactly that's the best way that's, to Yeah. I think a, exactly lot, what a lot more people would understand it if it was charted that way. Yeah, like, you know, essentially, it, yeah, it's going to come down, like, 50% at least. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, the, yeah, it, I don't know how high it got, close to 60 cent if it didn't hit it, mm. right? So, 30 cent, easy, and then potentially come down to as low as 88. Uh, oh, it got to 73 cents, so, yeah, beautiful, right? Anywhere between 50 and 88% retracement is typical. So, so the question <clears> is, did JB take profit? I know the JB. answer take profit did jb mm -hmm. take profit at 73 cent and, bearing, and bearing in mind when we were talking about it initially it was how much uh three, three I, cent? my accumulation zones were um basically between 4.5 and 2.5 it didn't go down to the lower side i know but when we were first accumulating it when we were first talking about it uh, i kind of less, remember less how than three cent <laughs> oh yeah it was significantly though yeah <clears throat> so there yeah, miss selling AGIX yesterday. I was away. I was away yesterday too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he took profit on Estal. He took profit on Estal, did he? Yeah, that's cool. Just as good. That that one was my uh, most undervalued altcoin. I said a few weeks back in the space, and then it went and did what five, six x? I don't know. Something silly. Yeah, that's uh, good. Um, most AI projects have performed incredibly well but um unfortunately there's always a winner there's always a loser make yeah. sure you're on the right side of it exactly that you know you've got to make sure that you're on the right side of things um if you enjoyed the the stream you know what i'm gonna say but instead you're wrong i'm gonna get nick to say it smash that like button i want to, i feel like i can do that more enthusiastically um, if you found this useful and informative smash that like button we really appreciate it here at cheeky crypto um something to that effect yeah, if that. you're new to the channel, subscribe. It's not Tap working, the bell, select it. all notifications. <laughs> and in doing so, you will not miss another video update. <laughs> it's not working. It's not going on. Uh, dear, oh, no. Oh, no. no. Well, if you haven't done so yet, join us down in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Um, <laughs> jokes. Sounds um, like DJ Dave. Who's DJ Dave? Uh, yeah, who is I don't DJ like the name Dave. Dave. <laughs> it's always Why? a bit of a weird one. I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird name. It's not really a weird name. It's a common name. Is it a common name? Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's because there was Dave. somebody called Dave. I don't know. I like David. didn't like a, as a child. Maybe. I just feel like Dave is just a short way of saying David. Like, obviously, a short way of saying David. Uh, David, that sounds all right. Um, Hunt all DJs called Dave. I think they are. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if <laughs> Dave we know when we were, 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 were kids is a DJ. Was there a, was there yeah. a kid? Yeah, Dave. it was. Yeah. You probably don't remember because he did something very naughty and went away for a little while. Oh, is that one of his names, was it? Yeah. Chris uh, and David. You remember oh, Chris and David? Oh, right. Chris and David, yeah. There we yeah. go. Mem memory Lane. Take down. Take Nick down. Memory Lane. There we go. Yeah. More for them. Um, I remember, I remember uh, it was Chris, I think, came down on his bike and he made this makeshift... Um, uh, ramp for his for his BMX and he come down this road really really quickly and uh the bike hit the ramp and didn't <laughs> continue going. <laughs> oh that sound has haunted me for years <laughs> of Chris's face just going straight into the road. 
yeah I've been there, over like. his handlebars <laughs> are like yeah like I still hear that sound to today uh like, Davo there you go Nat's Davo Davo's DJ Davo <laughs> Davo <There you> go. <laughs> <laughs> uh awesome stuff I uh, really appreciate the super chat um we do appreciate that it helps support the channel so much really do appreciate it yeah appreciate that <coughs> <coughs> Uh, where this coffee's come from davos dj davos um yeah i saw something really really interesting actually uh, completely <clears throat> off the the topic of crypto but i guess it's yeah there's people involved in crypto that went to davos um but apparently lots of prostitutes were were going over there in in lots of lots of uh numbers and uh were charging two and a half grand for you know noughties and, are you sure uh, they're the prostitutes and not just escorts? Well, don't. I, what, what caught <laughs> what, what, what caught my attention was the the joke that was kind of there that basically they they just can't stop fucking everybody, um, <laughs> which was <laughs> something that really made me laugh. Which is why I thought I'd mention it on here. It's quite quite amusing. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> oh, oh, my throat. There we go. <clears throat> yeah. Um, cool. Should we look to to wrap things up then, Nick? I think so. I think so. So um, hopefully you have enjoyed today's stream. Found it useful, informative. On the way out, smash that like button. We do appreciate that. Help spread the content to more like-minded individuals and builds out that cheeky community. If you haven't yet joined us on uh, Discord, though, do check it out. Linked in the description below. It is the first place that we go to to notify everybody of what is happening in the space. Um, it is free, and I don't think you'll be disappointed by what you find down there. Chris, before we do sign off for good, any last, uh, final thoughts or last words on memberships? Uh, yeah, we revamped them. <coughs> so uh, you can obviously now sign up through YouTube and get access into the um, membership side of things in our Discord and um, on Patreon. So they're more aligned. Uh, there's going to be a whole host more content uh, in the form of video content uh, as well as everything else that we've got going on. So definitely worth checking it out if that's of interest to you. And um, yeah, jump in the Discord. I, I I really do mean that. Um, lots of opportunities. Uh, everybody talks about the projects um, that have done really, really well, particularly with with AI. And um, yeah, we've got some private sales and seed rounds going on in the Discord. Uh, obviously, you know, there's uh, you know NFTs that need to be held and, and stuff like that. But the uh, entry to the barrier to entry, if I can get my words out, is really, really low. So check it out. You won't regret it. Awesome stuff. Until the next one, though, guys, have a fantastic day. Yeah, take care.